Welcome to the NCEA podcast. I'm your host today, Jessica Roberts, marketing specialist for NCEA. Today we have two guests, Matt Johansson with America Christian Credit Union and Elisa Carlson, who is head administrator of Central Christian School in Redmond, Oregon. Today we will be discussing what to do when the banks say no, construction financing for private school. Our sponsor today is American Christian Credit Union. ACCU was founded on basic principle, which is still brightly shines through all we do today. We are here to reach, to serve, and teach. By learning more about ACCU, you'll see it, that it shares the same heartfelt vision of its members following scripture-based principles for wise stewardship and prudent money management. For more information, visit americaschristiancu.com. Now let me introduce our guest. Matt Johansson. Matt has been serving lending needs of faith-based nonprofits at America's Christian Credit Union for nearly a decade. His work with private schools and churches has ranged from providing small operating lines of credit to facilitating loans for $30 million construction projects. Matt holds an MBA and BA in business administration from Azusa Pacific University. It's a pleasure to have you today, Matt. Uh, the pleasure is mine. I'm excited to be joining uh, you on this podcast. Our next guest is Elisa Carlson. Elisa is head administrator of Central Christian School in Redmond, Oregon. Her professional career spans over 30 years, serving as teacher, trainer, program developer, and administrator in both public and private schools. Elisa is currently serving a second term on the Association of Christian Schools International Board and the Van Lunen Center faculty member. She earned a master's of science degree from Western Oregon University and a bachelor of science degree from George Fox University. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much, Jessica. So now let's dig into why we're here. Central Christian School converted an existing building on their property into a gym. The school was able to get a short-term financing to cover construction phase of the project, and they intended to refinance into a longer-term loan when the work was done. However, when you when Central Christian went to refinance, they were turned down by two separate lenders in the area. They were connected to ACCU through a mutual contact, and ACCU was able to coach Central Christian to a point where they qualified for the loan needed. Now, Central Christian is working with ACCU to finance and purchase and renovation of a new academic building in response to rapidly growing enrollment. So, Elisa, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the renovation project that you're doing and on your campus and why? Sure. So it, it really started about eight to nine years ago when our school needed to move campuses. And so about that time, we were able to purchase an academic building with our first mortgage, uh, and it was as much as the school could handle. Then a few years later, we were fortunate enough that uh, a neighboring building, we're in a business park, and it was yeah, right in our same parking lot, came available, and we were able to work with the owner, actually, and purchase that building. So now we had a mortgage payment with the traditional bank, we had a note with a private lender, and a building that was an insurance company that needed to be remodeled into a gymnasium. Uh, so certainly, um, it, it was yeah, it was quite a task. The beautiful thing is um, here in our, our um, area, the construction company was willing to help us with our short-term financing um, so that we could move forward with the remodel project. 
of course, they had confidence in the fact that we were going to get uh, refinanced and everything was going to be fine. So that's then where our story starts, because I started with our local bank where the school had all of its accounts. And we went there and we were told, no, that they weren't going to be able to help us. And what we were trying to do was to roll all three of those together. So the original mortgage, then the private loan, and that, and also the construction loan. So um, it, it, was quite, it was quite a feat. So then, of course, we went to another bank, just as you shared, and we were told the same thing. And very soon we started to realize that what was happening is they were looking at our historical uh, financial information. And what we were doing was projecting on our current state and our future in order to you know, have the buildings that we needed and be able to serve the families that, that are here. Thankfully, um, through a development coach, I was introduced to Matt. And really, our whole world changed. Uh, you know, I would say the first thing that I appreciated, and I know we're going to get into this more, was he, he really understood the, the work of Christian school. He understood how our revenue came in and, and how we project um, our future. And, and they were excited about what was happening at the school and the ability for us to be able to make this refinance happen. And so that's, um, yeah, that, that's, where, that's where our relationship began. Yeah, that's wonderful. I know it's really hard for a lot of our private schools, Catholic schools, Christian schools to bring their buildings up to the 21st century and operate, especially when we're working in historical buildings or similar to what you were saying in, in your situation being in a development area. Um, so it's great to have organizations like this. So Matt, is short-term construction financing pretty common? And how would ACC, will you work with a school if they hadn't started a project or broken ground yet? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, uh, un un unfortunately, the, the scenario that Elisa and Central Christian School faced uh, is not entirely uncommon. Um, because I work in uh, the, financials, the financial realm and industry, uh, we see churches, Christian schools, and, and Catholic schools getting turned down from traditional lenders and, and big banks because they don't understand them. Um, and that's kind of why ACCU exists. That was the heart about our beginning. Uh, and something that we still stand behind today, that we are banking with kingdom causes. And one of the ways that we do that is by standing in the financial gap for these Christian schools and Christian organizations. Um, because many lenders don't understand um, schools, churches, Christian organizations, they may perceive these types of organizations as riskier um, because the more unknown something is, the more riskier it may be perceived. And so uh, for us, I think we're in the best, the best position to help our members in Christian organizations and schools because we really do understand them and their needs and we've been working with them for quite a while now to answer your second question uh, there's really no wrong time to contact a lender um, but it does help uh, to contact a, a lender uh, up front about the upcoming project uh, the reason why it is good to get in contact with a lender in the planning phase because it'll allow you to prepare uh, the church financially um, for the loan, as well as help 
you succeed after the project has been completed. Some of the ways that we do this at ACCU is by providing a financial outlook and coaching on key performance indicators, such as cash, income, and other financial metrics. Additionally, schools uh, will be helped and coached along to what they need to do to acquire their loan and be set up for financial success and success. And the second uh, is we kind of work through the construction project with our members. Uh, so we are able to look over uh, the construction budget. Uh, we have a third party review those numbers to make sure that it is up to standards of what churches or I guess what other projects similar to the project a school might be going through in comparing them to make sure they're not getting you know cheated out of anything and make sure there's not going to be any cost overruns as well as uh, we have decades of construction lending experience that we get to lean on for that. Yeah, this sounds, I mean, it sounds like such a great program, especially with so many of our administrators not having that experience or support just because they're working with smaller offices or working with um, smaller dioceses and, and or groupings of schools. And it's not like the public school system where they can come in and have, you know, their school district do an overhaul over the summer and be ready to go. So it's, it sounds like a great program for schools. Um, Elisa, what happened when you went to refinance that short-term loan? I know you talked a little bit about having the, you know, the process initially denied, but can you talk a little bit about what was, what were they looking at? What was some of the concerns and, um, and really how, where the school was at that current point in time and how ACCU helped kind of move you guys along and, and got, you were able to get into connection with them. Sure. So when, when you meet with a lender, the first thing they want to do is to see if you're able to repay, right? Of course, the money that has been um, lent to you. The, what they did, though, to look at that, um, we're looking at all of our historical numbers. And, you know, certainly depending on, you know, what happens within a school, you can have years where um, your numbers are less um, and then, of course, they, they can fluctuate a little bit. Um, for us, because we moved to a new campus, it provided this, this new uh, breathing room and ability to grow that the banks weren't willing to take a risk on. And I would say, you know, as, as we're having our conversation today, one of the things I really appreciated about Matt was that he really took the time to get to know our school and I felt like he was in our corner from the beginning, um, you know, and as, as we kind of talk about, you know, the, the process that finally got us to that amazing day when we um, were able to pay those off, um, not, not to take, you know, the climax of the conversation away, but um, thankfully it, ha it does have a happy ending. You know, um, th there, there were a lot of hard conversations, but, but it, I always felt like, you know, Matt was always helping me try to find a solution. And I would say that was probably the difference because, you know, when you walk into a bank, you've prepared all of your financial statements and they're looking them over and it was very quickly, they ran it through their, you know, uh, protocol or their, you, you know, uh, funnel, if you will, and quickly determined that we weren't a good fit for their risk management. Um, you know, what, what Matthew and ACCU did was say, you know, you're, you're advancing the kingdom in Central Oregon. That's amazing. Um, how can we partner with you? And, you know, by the way, 
we really would like you to work on some of these things. Um, and so that there was some partnership that took place there that, that was helpful on both sides. But I, I would say that to me, um, because by the time I got to Matt, I was definitely feeling a little uh, weary. You know, we had, you know, it's the integrity piece too. We wanted to pay off the construction company. Um, that that wasn't their position to be a long-term lender. We had a little bit more time on the other two loans, uh, but to be able to put them all together and to work with one um, one lender was incredible. And certainly, like Matt said, it would have been better if we would have you know found them prior to this whole process. Um, thankfully, we found them um, right in the nick of time. You know, the Lord's timing. And, you know, the beautiful thing, you know, that we can talk about a little bit later is, you know, how, how we're moving forward now in, in a more proactive position. Great. Matt, so how does this work, I guess, from your, from your end? You have a school that approaches you similar to how Central Christian did. Um, what are the initial steps that you take in supporting the schools? Well, yeah, that, that is a great question. So when a, a, a new member does come in, like Lisa and Central Christian School, the first thing that we do is we go ahead and, and learn about the school. Uh, we learn about where they currently are at uh, with attendance and numbers in student life. Uh, we know that financials are only part of the whole picture uh, that we see at a school. And so we really want to make sure that we're understanding uh, the school and their story, understanding where they, um, where they came from, where they're at, and where they're heading. Um, after we've kind of had an initial intake there, we look at their financials and we'll see, okay, what does the financials tell us and how does that match up with what their, what their story is? Um, Elisa's school was, was um, just a, an amazing story, really, uh, to see how God had, had blessed them uh, and how they had diligently worked in serving their community through the pandemic. And we were excited to be able to help them in this um, transition transition stage to what it was next. Um, and, and so from understanding their story and looking at their financials, we were able to come up with a game plan and figure out what goals Central Christian School needed to hit in order to qualify for a loan with us. And with that, uh, I was able to put out some, some goals and some metrics for Elisa to hit. And as soon as uh, I provided those numbers, I knew there was no doubt that they'd be able to hit them. Um, That's great. And Elisa, how, how was that coaching experience um, with ACCU and with Matt? Um, how did that help empower or support your school? Great question, Jessica. So I would say, you know, after Matt got to know us, you know, then, you know, he's working with the team that put together the, the term sheet. And, and what I appreciated was he, he knew that there were some goals that we were going to have to strategize and, and work toward. One of them was they wanted us to get to the end of our fiscal year. And I think maybe we got the term sheet around April or so. And then they wanted our finances to be reviewed. And so, you know, I could already see that, you know, it, it was going to be a few month process, right, in order for us to get to that place. He knew that, you know, of course, we were hoping that it, it was going to happen quicker. And what I appreciated was because Matt and I had been working together, he already knew the parts that were going to be a little harder for me. And so he's like, you know, Elisa, we're going to be able to do it. But th these are the things that we need. And so and here's some ways that you can be working on those. Right. So 
because he's worked with other schools, and I know he alluded to this before and, and churches, he, he has an idea of ways to help us maybe to look at it that, that we wouldn't have before. And so that was really helpful. So we were able to be proactive with the accountant that worked on our review so that we could hit the timeline that they needed. Um, we were able to work with our school board to approve uh, the, the term sheet and be able to move forward. And, you know, certainly in a perfect world, it would have been nice to have the term sheet before we started the remodel, which is, you know, what uh, Matt was talking about. Uh, and so I'm thankful that, you know, even in the midst of our project, uh, it, it just took a little time to untangle everything that we were trying to do. Um, but once we had a good direction, the term sheet, I would say, you know, really gave us that that focus. And then Matt was available by email and phone, um, you know, because we're not in his area. And so I was able to um, to talk to him, you know, anytime, you know, he encouraged us to, you know, as, as we were maybe working through something and, and had had some communication for a while or just be like, so how's it going? You know, how, how are we moving forward? And um, that was helpful, too, because, you know, I, I really felt like he was on our team. Um, and as excited about uh, as we were, you know, to, to, to meet all of those, you know, different pieces. Yeah, that's great. And um, so once you got through this first initial step, how did the renovation project and financing from ACCU set Central Christian up for the next step in your school's campus development? First of all, you know, what I love is that I feel like we, we have someone in our corner, I think that was one of the harder pieces. You know, when, when we went to our original lender, it was a bank that the school has banked with for a long time. And so you just assume, which we shouldn't have, that we were going to be able to, you know, get financing with them. And what I appreciate about ACCU is the, the forward stance they take. Because what they want to do is continue to see Central Christian, you know, flourish. And, and because we are able to increase capacity where we are and work on some projects, uh, I was able to uh, meet Matt in person and, you know, talk to him in more detail kind of about the vision that um, the Lord has really given um, Central Christian. And it involves a neighboring building. And so he, then he's already thinking about um, how, how can we um, as a school work with ACCU to see that building come, you know, become a part of our campus so that we can then increase our capacity. And so now what's happened is we've gone from being reactive to being proactive, you know, in our financial story, as far as the, the lending piece. And I, um, I'm so thankful for that. That's wonderful. Matt, how does financing processes differ based on where you where Central Christian came in in terms of pulling those three kind of loans into one and 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 then their second time around now where they're trying to go through and, and grow does um, does that does it help the relationship you know does it help the financial relationship since they already have a history with ACCU um, how do those projects kind of differ on your end when you're evaluating a school and continuing that relationship? So that is, that is a great question. Um, it does help to have history with a lender. Uh, that is because, like any relationship, the, the longer that you have time together, the more you'll be able to understand each other and the more you'll be able to trust each other. And sometimes this is a good thing. Sometimes it may not be a good thing. Uh, sometimes it may lead to a, a closer relationship. And sometimes that might mean, you know, a breakup. Uh, but uh, regardless of the situation, 
Uh, it allows the school to understand, hey, is this an organization that is is for me and, and going to help me uh, build for the future, uh, like Lisa was talking about? Or is this a, a lending organization that just sees us as a bottom line? Um, you know, as Lisa was de- detailing um, at ACCU, we really do consider ourselves a strategic partner with our schools. And we look forward to to what God is doing uh, in and through each of these Catholic and Christian schools. And so we really want to make sure that we're partnering with uh, each of these schools, that we are uh, not just hearing about their dreams, but helping set plans and steps and motions for them to be able to reach them. So to go a little bit uh, back to your question, uh, when a lender has had time with a school, they are in a better position to understand what kind of borrower the school is. This can provide more, favor- more favorable terms for the next loan or refinance. Additionally, it could speed up the underwriting and loan approval process because the lender has already attained a lot of information needed, as well as this provides time in the front end to work with the school and in, in, in the front end and being proactive and providing actionable steps for them to take, whether it is adjustments needing to be made or it is um, just different goals needing to be attained. Great. Lisa, a lot of our listeners are dealing with aging facilities and wondering how, if and how they can even go about making improvements. Do you have any words or advice or encouragement for them um, as leaders at their schools? It has been interesting because we are located in a business park. We've learned that uh, we're doing a better job right now of taking over existing buildings than starting from the ground up. Uh, But you're absolutely right. Depending on when those buildings were built, they certainly weren't built to an educational code. And so we know that we're going to have to um, renovate. So I had mentioned a building that we have our eye on. Um, We've been told by the realtor that hopefully we can begin negotiating next month. And then it will need to be renovated and become a school, you know, prayerfully by the next school year. Uh, the, The beautiful thing about that is in the past, we have felt like, you know, we have to pull in every volunteer, which we still want to do. We want them engaged and involved. But somehow, some way, we had to figure out how to take care of those renovations ourselves. Um, we certainly work on development and raise funds. But in talking with Matthew, what I've learned is that through the bank, we can do a couple of different things. So we can work on the actual purchase of the building through the bank, and, and that has a separate term sheet. And then one, once we've been working on that, we can then work on the, the renovations or the remodel through the bank um, or the, the credit union as well. And that has a, a different, um, and Matt can speak to this more uh, because I'm just beginning to walk through it now, but there's a different percentage um, up front that we have to have. But what I appreciated was it wasn't as much as I was afraid of. Um, and it will allow us to actually, you know, perfectly do the renovations so that when our students move into the building, you know, we, we don't have to have multiple phases um, and continue to try to raise the funds in order to get the building. Like, for instance, a science lab. We would love to have that science lab ready to go. Uh, and so I was really thankful to realize that, that that's an opportunity that I, I wasn't aware with, that was even there. 
Um, and so I don't know, I don't know, Matt, if you want to speak to that piece, because I, I certainly am still in the learning, learning stages of it. I, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting to see the enrollment trends for private schools over the past three or four years. Um, I think in 2019, um, enrollment trends for private schools were, were on a downward trend. It was a little bit declining then. And in 2020 and 2021, uh, through the pandemic, um, as well as a lot of difficulties we have seen through government shutdowns and ever-evolving political climate, increasing demands in, uh, for educational institutes um, and parents alike, uh, I think we've seen some of those trends turn around because Catholic and Christian schools have rose to the occasion to meet the needs of their community. And so many schools uh, with increasing demand for enrollment um, because of being able to meet the, the amazing needs of these communities are now looking uh, to remodel and renovate and update and maybe purchase new property. And so finding a lender who understands your industry, understands the changes that you're going through and able to partner with you in figuring out a game plan on, on how to achieve your lending goals, as well as how to continue to set up for the future uh, is, is vital and important. And so maybe a, a couple um, points of encouragement is as I guess a, a narrative that has kind of been flowing a little bit through our conversation is um, making sure that you have a lender that understands your needs. Uh, the reason being is if there's a lender that doesn't necessarily understand your needs, they're going to be comparing you to what their portfolio does look like. For big banks, that's most likely going to be for-profit organizations and businesses. And comparing a business and a for-profit for-profit organization to a private school is just not fair. Um, and there's going to be tougher lending requirements and underwriting requirements for the church to meet in order to qualify for those big bank loans. And so finding a lender that understands your industry um, can help you qualify for a loan that actually is meant for a school. Um, so when you're interviewing lenders, uh, you should ask the question, do you work with private schools? Do you work with Catholic and Christian schools? And if so, how many do you have in your portfolio? What's the percentage of your portfolio with private, Christian, and Catholic schools? And that answer will give you an idea of how familiar they are with that industry and if it might be a good fit for you or not. I would say the, the second aspect is getting in early uh, to work with the lender um, and figuring out what goals and what metrics you might need to hit. Um, in the financial realm, we call them key performance indicators. And understanding what key performance indicator, indicators, what financial metrics you might need to hit in order to qualify for your loan. For example, uh, loan to value is a term. And so for loan to value, uh, for a school, you'll probably want to see between 70 to 75% uh, loan balance to the property appraised value. Another one uh, would be 
debt coverage ratio. So this is a measure of cash flow. Uh, I know at least for us, uh, usually for new loans, uh, a school will want to see a 1.25 uh, debt coverage ratio. That means for every dollar going out, it would be a dollar 25 coming in. And then another one would be just looking at down payment. Does the school and organization have enough uh, for a down payment or ha contributing enough equity to a construction project? So I would say those are just two ways uh, to begin that process. Uh, the first is making sure you have a lender that understands uh, your industry. And then the second, making sure you understand the requirements for your loan. And then, you know, not just taking the word for the lender, but making sure, is this the, is this the best decision for your organization? Now, is there anything else about the project, about ACCU, either of you wanted to share on this podcast and felt, oh man, I just didn't get a chance to share that one little tidbit um, that you just want to share out with our listeners? Working with Elisa and Central Christian Schools has just been a pleasure and an honor, uh, not just for myself, but also for America's Christian Credit Union. Uh, it's amazing to see the work that God is, is doing there through them. And uh, we are so excited to be working with them on the next steps that God has for them in the future. Um, we're excited to not only be working with them, but also working uh, with other uh, Christian and Catholic schools as well. Yeah, I would say, too, it, it's changed my viewpoint on what it looks like to, you know, call up the banker, if you will, uh, you know, in our positions, because we know with schools, we, we keep a pretty tight bottom line. It's wonderful to know that, you know, as I mentioned before, I really do feel like they're in our corner and they're, they're going to be truthful around, you know, th these are some things that, that you could work on to strengthen the position of the school. And at the same time, they're for us. And so, you know, he, he, Matt becomes kind of my go-to, right? Instead of like, like my last resort. Um, and, I, and I'm thankful for that um, because I really do feel like I have, um, we have a partner, you know, in ACCU and our relationship with, with Matt. Uh, I would say maybe something that sets us up a little bit different than normal banks. Uh, we really focus it on the relationship part of banking. And so relationship managers, uh, the main person you're going to be working with on your loan is instead of thinking for the bank's best interest in mind first, um, we are actually set up in a way where we're thinking for the school or religious entity that we're working with, thinking about their interest first um, before the bank, which really sets us up in a place of advocacy for our um, schools uh, that we're working with and other Christian organizations. Um, and I feel as though that's a, a little bit about what Elisa was explaining so well. That's great. I wanted to thank you both for your time, for being on our podcast today and sharing your wonderful story. And I also want to do a quick thank you to America's Christian Credit Union for setting this up and sharing the good news that you both have been working so hard on. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you so much for your time.